Hello and welcome back to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we met a man named Daniel. Daniel was an Israelite who had grown up in the land of Judah. He was taken captive as just a young boy and placed in the royal court of King Nebuchadnezzar, where he served with his three friends. Do you remember the names of Daniel's three friends? Daniel's three friends were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. In the land of Babylon is where Daniel and his three friends found themselves, along with all of the other Israelites who had been taken captive and brought to live in this foreign land. Do you remember another man we learned about who was taken captive and brought to live in a foreign land? If you said Joseph, then you are correct. Just as God gave Joseph favor in the land of Egypt, you and I are going to see how God gave Daniel favor in Babylon. In the second year of his reign, King Nebuchadnezzar began to have dreams. His mind was troubled and he could not sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have a dream that troubles me and I want to know what it means. Then the astrologers answered the king, May the king live forever. Tell your servants the dream and we will interpret it. But King Nebuchadnezzar would not even tell them his dream. He wanted them to prove their wisdom by telling him what he dreamt. The king replied to the astrologers, This is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me what my dream was and interpret it, I will have you cut into pieces and your houses turned into piles of rubble. Oh my. But if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. They could not believe what they were hearing. Once more, they replied to the king, Let the king tell his servants the dream first, and then we will interpret it. But the king knew that if he told them what his dream was, they could make up any interpretation for what it meant. He wanted to know they truly were wise and understanding. Then the king answered, I am certain that you are trying to gain time because you realize that this is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me the dream, there is only one penalty for you. You have conspired to tell me misleading and wicked things, hoping the situation will change. So then tell me the dream and I will then know that you can truly interpret it for me. The astrologers answered the king, There is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. What the king asks is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live among humans. Did you hear that, truth seekers? The Babylonian magicians did not even believe in a God who lived among them, who could tell them the meaning of the dream or who was close to them. 
They believed that all of the false gods they worshipped lived far away, high up in the sky, too far away to be close or personal. When the king heard what his wise men said, this made him so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death, and men were sent out to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. Now, wait just a minute. Why were Daniel and his friends going to be put to death? Well, you see, in our last episode, we learned that God had given Daniel and his friends much wisdom and understanding. The king was amazed by their wisdom and brought them to work in his court. They, too, would have been considered part of the wise men of the king's court. And since the king had ordered all wise men to be put to death, that included Daniel and his friends. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, Why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went into the king and did something very brave. Daniel boldly asked the king for time. He asked the king for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. So that night, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah prayed unto the Lord. They sought the Lord with their whole hearts and asked God to reveal to them the meaning of the king's dream. Not only the meaning, but what the king's dream was. They waited on God. They worshipped him and praised him. They waited some more, and they waited some more. They waited patiently throughout the night, trusting that God would answer them. And then, just as God does, he answered their prayers. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Not only did God show Daniel what the king's dream was, he gave Daniel the meaning of the king's dream as well. Then Daniel, being so grateful and full of thanksgiving, praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made Made known to us the dream of the king. Then Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to execute the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, Do not execute the wise men of Babylon. Take me to the king, and I will interpret his dream for him. Arioch took Daniel to the king at once and said, I have found a man among the exiles from Judah who can tell the king what his dream means. The king asked Daniel, are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it? Daniel replied, No wise man, enchanter, 
magician or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in days to come. Your dream and the visions that passed through your mind as you were lying in bed are these. As your majesty was lying there, your mind turned to things to come in the future, and the revealer of mysteries showed you what is going to happen. As for me, this mystery has been revealed to me, not because I have greater wisdom than anyone else alive, but so that your majesty may know the interpretation and that you may understand what went through your mind. Your majesty looked, and there before you stood a large statue in your dream, an enormous, dazzling statue, awesome in appearance. The head of the statue was made of pure gold. Its chest and arms were made of silver, and its belly and thighs were made of bronze. Its legs were made of iron, and its feet were made partly of iron and partly of baked clay. While you were watching, a rock was cut out, but not by human hands, and it struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay and smashed them. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were all broken to pieces and became like chaff on the threshing floor in the summer. The wind swept them away without leaving a trace. But the rock, the rock that struck the statue, became a huge mountain and filled the whole earth. Oh, true seekers, did you hear that dream? What do you think the king's dream meant? What could it mean that the king dreamt of a large statue made of all different kinds of metals? Well, Daniel was about to reveal the meaning of the dream to the king. He said, this was the dream, and now we will interpret it to the king. Your majesty, you are king. The God of heaven has given you dominion and power and might and glory. In your hands, he has placed all mankind and the beast of the field and the birds in the sky. He has made you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold that you saw in your dream. And after you, another kingdom will arise, inferior to yours. And this kingdom is represented by the silver part of the statue. Next, a third kingdom will come after that one, represented by the bronze layer of the statue. This kingdom will rule over the whole earth. Finally, there will be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, for iron breaks and smashes everything. And as iron breaks things to pieces, so it will crush and break all the others. And just as you saw that the feet and toes were partly of baked clay and partly of iron, so this will be another kingdom, a divided kingdom, yet it will have some of the strength of iron in it, even as you saw iron mixed with clay. As the toes were partly iron and partly clay, so this kingdom will be partly strong and partly brittle. These are the kingdoms that are to come after you, O King Nebuchadnezzar. The five metals in the statue represent five kingdoms that will come. Yet, in the future... In the time of those kings, when one nation is rising after the next and one king is coming up after the next, the God of heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will crush all those other kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it will itself endure forever. 
This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of a mountain, but not by human hands. A rock that broke the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold to pieces. The great God has shown the king what will take place in the future. The dream is true and its interpretation is trustworthy. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that an offering and incense be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all its wise men. Moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego administrators over the province of Babylon, while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. Dear True Seekers, what truth did we learn from today's story? Doesn't this story remind you of the time God gave Joseph the wisdom and understanding to interpret Pharaoh's dream? It's true that God alone gives wisdom and understanding to his people, for he is the author of wisdom. He is wisdom. He knows everything. That is how he was able to show Daniel the king's dream and how to interpret it. I love that Daniel took no credit for himself. Just like Joseph, they both gave God the credit God became known to King Nebuchadnezzar that day as the one true and living God because of Daniel's testimony to God's faithfulness to tell him the meaning of the dream. You see, the rock in the king's dream points to a future king who would come that would not be like any other king in any other kingdom. God had given Nebuchadnezzar a glimpse into the future, a future where a coming heavenly king would usher in a new heavenly kingdom. The rock in King Nebuchadnezzar's dream represents Jesus. Jesus left his kingdom in heaven to come to earth, to be born as a man to live among us. Did you notice how the king's wise men said that their gods did not live among men? They did not believe their gods were close to them. Only Yahweh, the good and faithful God, would choose to come and live among us. When Jesus came to earth, he brought the kingdom of God with him. How do we know? We know because while Jesus was here, he healed the sick, he raised the dead, he opened the eyes of the blind, he caused the lame to walk, he brought heaven to earth. The Bible says we are living in the now and the not yet. That means Jesus is with us now. His Holy Spirit lives in us but the fullness of his kingdom is not here yet. Just as the rock in King Nebuchadnezzar's dream smashed every other metal in that statue, so Jesus is more powerful and greater than any kingdom on this earth. The life that we live now, this present world with its kings and rulers and presidents will not last forever, but God's kingdom is eternal. It will last forever. One day he is coming back for us and we will live with him in his kingdom. Those who have accepted Jesus, the rock, as their Lord and Savior will rule and reign with him forever. Isn't that something exciting to look forward to? If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Daniel chapter 2. Let me pray with you before we go. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are the true King of Kings and Lord of Lords. There is none like you. You give all wisdom and understanding to those who ask. Lord, today we ask like Daniel that you would help us to be wise, help us to make good decisions, help us to walk in your ways so that when others see us and how we live, they will notice there's something different about us. Help us to look to you for the answers, just like Daniel did. When he did not know what the king's dream was, he came to you for the answer, and you gave it to him. We thank you that you have saved us through your son Jesus and brought us into your kingdom. We wait patiently and look forward to the day when you will return and we will rule and reign with you. Help us to keep our eyes ever looking to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I have just a couple reviews today to read. This review says, these are so well written that even I, the mom, really enjoy listening to them. We listen to one or two every day as part of our Bible time. It's so nice because I homeschool and it gets our day going. Thanks so much for this podcast and I really hope you continue producing them. Thank you so much for that kind review. This other review says, we've just discovered this podcast and my kids can't stop listening. They want to listen to it during all of their play. It's helpful to build their faith and mine as well as I listen in. Evan and Adriana listening from Minnesota. Well, thank you, Evan and Adriana, so much for listening. Thank you all for joining me today. And I look forward to our time together next week.